You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. I gotta say, Brie, I'm so happy you're back. Reunited and it feels so good. Uh, I'll admit, I miss that voice. I really do. (laughs) And this week we have an amazing guest, Nicole Lappin, and all you boss babes out there are gonna love her. Plus my husband, WWE superstar Daniel Bryan, also returns to host another hilarious edition of everyone's favorite game show, Bella Brains. Here we go. Happy Hump Day, Bella Army. I'm Brie. And I'm Nicole. And this is The Bella's Podcast. Not only do we have a badass guest for you today, but we're in New York City. It's Fashion Week. So you know what that means. It's time for opening up. You know it. Fashion style. Let's pop that bottle. All right, everyone. So today we're opening up. Well, I should say we're shaking it up because, you know, we're in New York City and we got to do it Sinatra style. We're shaking up some extra dirty martinis. Thank you, Tito's Vodka, for being a part of this lovely journey here in the Big Apple. But before we get into opening up, we have a very, very exciting announcement. So... Bree and I, you guys, we're going on the road. Woo! And I mean, we're doing live shows for the podcast, a live podcast tour. And our first stop is in Phoenix on September 25th at 7.30 p.m. So, yes, you can come see us in person and see how we record this podcast. You're going to be a part of our show. We're going to get you in Bree mode. Brian will be there. I think we need to make Artem come, too, because he's been such an amazing co-host. Yeah, we'll have Artem come. We'll have Artem come. Maybe I'll try and get him to do a dance for you guys. Maybe he'll teach you all some dance steps. (laughs) And we'll have a special guest as well on top of it. So make sure to get your tickets. They're on sale now. And we're going to put a link in the episode description. So make sure to click it, check it out, get your tickets. We can't wait to see you all there. You guys will not regret it. Also, um, thank you to all my listeners for letting me skip out last week. It was a very hard week Mm -hmm. on Brian, Bird, and I. Um, As you all know, we lost our sweet little angel baby, Josie, and um, I'm finally coming to terms with it. It's been very hard on me. She's been a big part of my life the last seven years, but um, I just want to say I've seen all of your support um, all over all our social media platforms, and thank you. It really means a lot when you guys just send your special words or your stories, and so it yes. really it helps with my healing. It does. You all, our listeners, you're amazing, and just thank you for connecting with us on the podcast as well as Twitter and Instagram. All of that gives us so much love and support, and just thank you so much for it. Yeah. But we're in New York City, Brie. I know. We always get real excited. You guys, Brie comes in Wednesday. I think we're going to go have a workout. We end up having spicy skinny margaritas at this gorgeous bar. We end up at the Carlisle having a bottle of Opus One and stayed out to 1 a.m., which I haven't done in forever. 
By the way, that was Tuesday night. Oh my gosh. See? I know. I, I will say there's something about this city that makes me feel so young yeah. and free. It's like it, it gives you the feeling of Vegas when you go into their casinos because they pump, you know, all that oxygen in. Yeah. So you gamble a lot. That's what New York does to me. It yeah. like just pumps so much oxygen in my body. I just fiend for it. But we're here for New York Fashion Week, and Bree and I have so many exciting things going on this week. Yeah, I mean, really we, busy. Love it. Yeah, we were lucky enough. We're speaking at Fashion Innovation about Birdie B. We have a big Nicole and Breezy influencer um, event. We also are doing some media because we are kicking off the USA Today wine and food tour yeah. in Brooklyn. Make sure you guys head to that um, website because we're hitting up 10 cities over the fall, over the next three months, and we're going from everywhere like Detroit, Chicago, Los Angeles, Scottsdale, Naples, Florida, Naples, Florida. So many amazing Indy, places. Yeah. And um, also, my sister and I are really, really happy because today officially starts the filming for Total Bellas. What? Not to mention tomorrow. So by the time you guys hear all this, our Birdie Bee activewear will already drop. But we're so excited, like, and nervous and excited, feeling yeah. all these amazing emotions because Birdie Bee activewear finally drops tomorrow. Yes. And speaking about all of our businesses, our brands, and being entrepreneurs, we are so excited because there is a woman who's going to grace us today that really knows how to make you a rich bitch and a boss bitch. She literally wrote both of those books. She's inspired so many women, and she literally, I'm not kidding you, will make you feel that you can accomplish anything with her steps. So she now has a new book coming out next week called Becoming Superwoman, Mm. which we all know we can be. So let's all welcome Nicole Lappin to the Bella's Podcast. All right. Well, welcome, Nicole Lappin. Yes. Hey, ladies. We are I, so excited to have you on our podcast. I'm so excited to Been be here. Very excited. I feel like you came into our lives actually like such a perfect time because Bree and I get very burnt out. And every week we always talk about like, we're going to find all this balance. We always yeah. come up with a plan, but we never follow through. Ever. ever. Plus well, you just other did stuff. the first step. Did you even know that? No. The first step is... Admitting you have a problem. Oh, <laughs> oh really? Yay. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm on track. You're on it. <laughs> First step completed. Done and done. And also think about balance as a verb instead of a noun. Because you oh, just I said like we want to find balance. And I think that's the biggest mistake women have is like it's hiding somewhere. It's like a game of hide and seek. Like there's balance under the couch. I found it. I'm done. I'm good. But it's something you constantly have to work on. Yeah. All the time. I agree. You know, on our show, people will drink at certain things we say. And I'm about to say, yes, I'm a mom. So drink. <laughs> oh, here we go. But I think, too, for moms, like something that's been hard for me is finding the balance in my career and then the balance in being a mom. I always say careerhood and motherhood. And um, I felt like last week I hit this point in my life where I was just like, how am I going to keep going this crazy? Like, I honestly thought I was like going to have to have Nicole take me to the hospital because I was so burnt out. I was just exhausted trying to be like the top mom, the top career woman. And so I'm super excited to read your book because I feel like I need someone to shake me and kind of balance me out. I'm going to shake you. And I think that doing it all is different than having it all. I think you can have it all only if you define what having it all means, but you cannot do it all. And so the idea of superwoman trying to be all things to all people like that character in the movies is terrible. Instead, I say put a space in between, just be a super woman who puts her oxygen mask on first before helping others. They don't say that on the plane before takeoff just to waste time. It's totally true. You can't be of service to anyone else if you're crashing and burning yourself. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. And what inspired... Such a good analogy. It really is. And what inspired you to write these books? So for this book specifically, it actually was a trip to the hospital. So you mentioned that and I had an emergency admittance to the hospital 
to the psych ward. I had crashed and burned and hit rock bottom actually after my second book launch. And so I was working since I was 15 years old, came up in a super broken home. My father died of a drug overdose when I was 11. Like I just started working and tried to play the hand I was dealt the best I could. And I won bigger than I expected. But what I did was self-prescribed work for so many years. So I was an anchor on CNN and CNBC. And, you know, we have this idea in our heads that like we'll be happy or we'll be balanced when we get there. And then we get there, like whether it's a job or a salary or whatever or a book. And then you're like, mm, there's another there there. Like, I'm going to raise the bar yet again, like instantaneously. Mm-hmm. And so I had the first book and it wasn't enough. And then it was the second book. And I, you know, just crashed. And I realized that self-care is the biggest asset or liability in your career. It's more important to your career than anything else. You can network your ass off. You can go to business school. And what's going to affect you more is being in the hospital. That's going to affect your career because you have to, I had to cancel everything. And so from outward appearances, I was like this New York Times bestselling author preaching boss bitchdom and badassery to other women. And I had my own personal rock bottom. There's a huge wake up call. I needed to rethink everything. Wow. Wow. That's so incredible. I would have never thought. Right. But I think I sometimes struggle so much with those um, moments at times, like, I feel like it's never enough and I always want to do more and I overflow my plate and here I'm always, you know, trying to be so empowering and strong for all my women followers. And sometimes I just get so broken inside and exhausted. Do you think it's because of our society? Is it social media? Like, do you think that we have pressure? Because in the United States, you are given so much opportunity that we all feel like we're constantly having to chase after it. Like, it's just weird how how so many people I run into have that feeling of like, it's never good enough. We're always trying to reach for more when really, when you take a step back, you realize how much you have. Yeah. And you actually do have it all. If you define what that means, if you write the rules, you're destined Mm -hmm. to win. And the cup analogy is one I use a lot. I think that you can't pour from an empty cup. And when you try to do that and you try to be put together from the outside, you might look that way. And Mm -hmm. I felt the same way on the inside. I didn't feel put together. And what I realized is that you have to come up with a clear plan of exactly what that looks like for you and then hold yourself to that. Because we often think like we're not balanced and we're comparing ourselves to the best version of each parts of our career. So like the best CEO, that's what we're comparing our you know business life to. Some fitness blogger, that's what we're comparing our body to. Like some stay-at-home mom who like homeschools her kids and bakes bread. That's like <laughs> what you're comparing yourself to. And the truth is they have a different set of circumstances than we do. We all have different responsibilities. And so part of my recovery and trying to figure out balance and try to make this not woo-woo, you know, I like tried everything. I went to every retreat on the planet. I tried to hack happiness. I tried to hack balance in a 12-step plan like I did my other books. It was like, I want actual steps, like brass tacks. I want to know how this is going to happen today. And so when I went out on that journey, you know, I realized that you actually have to get off social media. You mentioned, I think for me, like having a digital detox was a game changer. So we took off all the apps from my phone immediately. I had to, if I wanted to log in, like go on a browser. And so I protected myself from myself. And then going on a digital detox was actually super helpful for all sorts of mental health. Even before I started this book tour, I felt like I was on the verge of relapsing again because all of the things were happening. You know, your guys' schedule is similar to mine. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel the same symptoms that I'm cautioning against. And I actually peaced out and read my own book. I went through each step and that's how I know it works. The book was actually supposed to come out six months earlier and I felt like I was on the verge of burnout again and I felt like a total imposter. And so I went off the grid and I realized you have to get down with the idea that you can be in balance and chaos at the same time. Because I was like, I'll get back to that balance shit like when I'm done with this book. (laughs) Like, It's not an or thing. They have to exist together. Well, and you know, I'm curious what your thoughts are when you have, so how it's balanced and with your career, but also with the relationship. When it comes to relationships, um, I think of how empty am I to be so full of you? Yeah. And you really have to 
you know, put down the magnifying glass and look in the mirror in those cases. And this whole thing of like, you complete me is such bullshit. Like, (laughs) no one is your better half or other half. Like, they're just a part of your solar system. You are the damn sun. And I think for me, I used to think for so long, like, when I'm successful, when I'm married, when I have kids, then I'll go on trips, then I'll be happy, then I'll do all these things. And I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And I didn't take the trips and I didn't see the movies. And then one day I was like, I'm going to go do a damn movie by myself. I want to see a movie. No one wants to come with me. I'm going to go. I want to go to Bali. My boyfriend didn't want to go with me. None of my friends could go with me. I went by my damn self. No way. And I I took myself like on my first solo trip that didn't have to do with work. And it beat even my super high expectations. Yeah, really. See, I don't know if it's because I was born a twin and I've always had someone next to me, but... I'll want to do things and then I get afraid to do them by myself. And sometimes I don't understand why. And then when you do go do one thing by yourself, you do realize like you kind of get enlightened. You're like, wait, this was really cool just with me. You realize like the quietness like helps you kind of figure out who you are and like the direction you really want to go in life. Well, I think it's about not just liking yourself, but falling madly in love with yourself. And you're literally the only person with you till death do you part. Like literally, so you might as well start getting down with it. And, you know, we talk to ourselves so terribly. We would never talk to our best friends like that. Like, can you imagine, you know, I used to tell myself all sorts of horrible things. I mean, I still do sometimes. Let's get serious. But if I lost a deal, I'd be like, you're such an idiot. You're never going to work again. You suck. You're terrible. We talk to ourselves like so horribly. Like we would never talk to our best friends like that. Like I'll admit, sometimes I talk so bad to myself and I can't be alone on this. When I'm getting a haircut, I don't know how it is, but I feel like my face transforms when they put that apron (laughs) or whatever on me. And I saw this hilarious gif where it was a dinosaur getting a haircut. And it goes, I never realized how ugly I am. But I was like, I do that to myself every time I get a haircut. Well, I'm going to tell you about a haircut experience that I actually talk about in a confession in the book, actually. Oh, yeah? And so my haircut guy, like who I do not cheat on, I've flown him to wherever I've been because when I do, I'm like in hair depression. Yeah. <laughs> so you get it. It's yeah. like a random strip mall in LA, but whatever. He's my I love guy. It. Yeah. And so I was there one time after I think my first book came out and I said something wrong on the air and I was like so pissed and like, like, this is over. My career is over. There's already bad reviews. Like, I'm the worst. I suck. I'm terrible. And so I had this smock thing or whatever, apron yeah. thing. And he's behind me and he has the scissors in his hand. And I look in the mirror and I see the scissors. And he, ha- William has all the power when he has the scissors because I'm oh, like, yeah. mm, just an air cut. We're yeah. just going to do like a little yeah. grazing here. Nothing too crazy. <laughs> so he has all the power. He snaps the scissors and he's like, don't talk about my friend like that. I'm like, what, William? What are you talking about? He's like, you would never let anyone talk about me like that, would you? You're oh. talking about my friend. You are my friend. So stop talking about oh my, my friend God, like I that. Oh, my God. I have chills everywhere. like on my face, all <laughs> over my body. Oh. That is, I love that. So when my girlfriends say, talk shit about themselves now, like, I'm so fat. I look so terrible, blah, blah, blah. Like, whatever. We always put ourselves down. Yeah, I'm ew. like, bitch, stop talking about my friend like that. Oh, my God. I love that. I'm going to start using that. Right? Yeah. Because, like, can you imagine, like, if somebody said shit about Brie? Like, no. You would not yeah. be okay with it. I would be a lioness pouncing on her. Right. And so she can't say that about herself <laughs> right. either. I love Brie, that. we got to hold each other to that, as well as, like, family and friends, too. But you and I spend so much we, time together. I never do it in front of my daughter because I don't want my daughter to ever hear me um, just like put anything down that she might have, like my features or anything. But when you and I are together looking in a mirror, man, I mean, it's we go terrible. to town on ourselves. We do. Just, we need to stop. Yeah. I've tried the one place where I've been trying to work on it is um, in yoga. So I always take the front so I could look in the mirror. And right when I make eye contact with myself, I'll look away. And then I'll tell myself like, no, look in the mirror. And now in yoga, I compliment myself in my head. I don't know why I've picked it up in there. I think because maybe a yogi teacher one day said that for us to do. And that's the only place that I will talk great about myself. Yogi princess stuff is amazing. And you should say that to yourself more often. But I can't tell you that. Only you can tell yourself that. And only you can get to that place. But I think we as women also say, I'm sorry, way too much. Yes. And we do not say thank you enough or no enough. So like if we had a role playing thing where let's say like compliment my hair. 
Um, your hair is very beautiful. Oh my God. It's like, I have seven days of dry shampoo. I came in, like I couldn't get a taxi. So it got all frizzy and like, it's the worst. I look terrible, but your hair looks amazing. Right. How often does that happen? Okay. Let's try it again. Yeah. Okay. Your hair is very beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Right? right, right. We never do that. It's we don't. so true. We feel like I always like will do what you just did. Yeah, I will do that all the time. It's, it's like a, I almost feel like if I just say thank you to a compliment, I'm gonna be like, oh, they don't think I'm humble. So I'm like, oh, you're so sweet, but no, I mean, blah blah blah. And it's so weird. It's like, why is there that perception? Like, we you should just be able to say thank. I you. actually did it the other day because someone complimented my daughter. And I totally kind of lied and was like, yeah, but this morning, ooh, if you would have saw her. And I was like, well, why did I just say that? Why did, can I just like let them think Birdie was perfect? Because they felt she was so perfect in that moment. But instead I had to like make up that she was bad in the morning. It was something I'm going to tell Birdie, Bream. <laughs> <laughs> but then I got in the car and then I felt super guilty as a mom. I'm like, wow, uh, Brie. Like, but I do, I think everyone has a hard time just saying thank you. And just totally. yeah. like, and we put ourselves down and then we throw it back as a compliment to somebody else. Yeah. It's like, what are we doing? Right. It's so true. And we apologize so much. You know, Ugh. like if somebody bumps into us, we're sorry. Like what happened to me yesterday? Uh, we were at a luncheon and a guy like totally yeah. shouldered me and then didn't move. And I go, oh, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. But I'm like, I remember even pausing for a second. And go, Why did I just apologize? Yeah, he shoulder- he shouldered me. You. Big right, but I he just, should apologize. Yeah, and I'm the one saying sorry, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Should have just slammed him, but I agree. You know, give him a good old body slam. He probably deserved it. I mean, Honest. studies have shown that men will say sorry too, but only when they do something wrong. Yeah, and so somebody else bumping into you is not wrong. And right. I counted one time, and that's where I, like this was a game changer. It's like fifty something times a day wow. that I said I'm sorry, and I was like, this has to stop because you're putting yourself in a position of weakness. Yeah. Right. When you're sorry for everything and you're not putting yourself down and then you're saying yes to everything. Like Shonda Rhimes said, no is a complete sentence. Yeah. And we say we think we have to just say yes to all the invitations, like all of the school things, all of the work things. or We're never going to get another one. And the truth is, like, if you say yes to all the things, you're half assing a lot. And that's actually not good for the receiver because you're not putting your full ass. I suggest put your full ass into fewer <laughs> things, less half asses. It's so, gosh, it's so true. Well, that's what I love from your book. We have a hard time saying no. Like we tend to feel guilty and then we're like, just overwork ourselves. And we're like, why did we say yes to this? Like we're so exhausted, but we just feel guilty when we say no to someone. Yeah. It's like so and also, difficult. I feel like you and I too, um, and I think this just comes from us being younger, but we, when you were younger, you were always waiting for opportunity. Like it just, it wasn't coming around a lot. Well, now in our position, we're lucky that there's always so many opportunities, but we almost feel like if we say no, they'll all just go away. But think about saying no to somebody else as saying yes to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I feel like I just want to take you everywhere I yeah. go. I'm coming. And like, yeah, before like <laughs> I'm the third sister. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Like before Nicole any decisions, squared. yeah. I'd be like, Nicole, so yeah. what do we think on this situation yeah. right now? You, girl. Yeah. Gosh. You, we need to make like um instead of like poly She's pockets. Yeah, like we have like Nicole Lappin pockets or something. Yeah. Keep you everywhere Perfect. with yeah. us. Thank you, Nicole, so much yeah, for coming for on. And everyone, all our Bella Podcast listeners, make sure you go get Nicole's book becoming superwoman and just your advice is amazing like it's crazy because I feel like I relate with you so much thank you like on just on every part of my life yeah yeah we're soul sisters from another mister I I think you know I went into this world I came from like the hardcore finance world talking to old rich white dudes about money and trying to help them get richer and I realized that no one was talking to the audience that needs this most in like real English and so that's you asked me earlier on about rich bitch and where that came from I was like you know, if it gets a woman to pick up a money book who never imagined she picked up a money book otherwise, then we're winning. And, you so know, this true. space hasn't been disrupted or talk like it's the first finance books that swear. And I'm like, great. Yeah. As long as the message gets across because we don't learn this stuff in school. It's bananas. Gosh, well, thank you because you do inspire women and you, you help yes. them. And you it's do. so nice to meet trailblazers like you. Yes. Thank Likewise. you so much. 
Oh my gosh, how amazing is Nicole Lapin? She's insane. Very inspiring. Yes, I need her in my life. Perfect timing. But you know what I need in my life? Um, a fight. Let's fight, girl, because it's matchup of the week. But first, a quick break. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh, yeah. And you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, it's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy. You know the calorie intake. And there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com slash twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code TWINS50 at factormeals.com slash TWINS50 to get 50% off. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? 
Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. All right, if you're new to our podcast, each week we pick a topic to debate and then we'll leave it up to our listeners to vote on Instagram who won the debate. So as you know, we didn't debate last week because of Josie. Um, so there is no current winners. Lucky you, Bria, because you always lose. Mm-hmm. But this week, we want to debate something that we've heard people debate for a really, really long time. What city's better, New York or L.A.? So we thought, you know what, let's settle this Bella style. That's right, you guys. So the rules of our debate are that we each have 30 seconds to make an opening statement for our side of the issue and then two minutes for a final arguments free-for-all. Who wants to go first? You know what? I will. I'm an L.A. Ooh. resident. Oh, okay. So I, I got to stick up for my L.A. folks, even though New York, it has my heart. Yeah, I used to Not be like a resident Paris, here. Not like Paris, but... Yeah, you used to be a resident here. So I think that's why it's good for us to debate those sides because we've actually experienced We've well, actually I lived in LA too. So Oh yeah. Oh, so you think you're just gonna be a really good debater? Um I think I'm gonna win this. Okay. One. All right, let me put on the timer. You got thirty seconds and go. Okay. So why I think LA is better than New York City. Um one, the sunshine, the weather, the beach. Um, you can be more active outside. And let's talk about outside. We actually have space to hike mountains and to swim in the ocean and to go on runs and to have backyards. And on top of that, L.A. is like this young energy. And you get there and that young energy just takes you over and you're on the hustle nonstop. And I feel Time's like, up. What? That 30 seconds felt like 10. Well. I was not done. I could tell, but you have to be done. So now it's my turn. Get ready for those two minutes, girl. Mm -hmm. Get ready. Go. So I feel like New York City is better because of the history here. There's just such beautiful old history here. I love the architecture. I think New York's one of those places that really helps you find yourself and helps you grow up a little bit. You can walk the streets and you can kind of just see different cultures, different art. There's just something special about the energy here. I also kind of feel that... I had the experience of living here, and I really became a woman. Like, yes, people can be more abrupt here and, like, really tell you what they feel. But I... Wow, it did go fast. I told you. All right, let's put up two minutes. Do not try to talk over me like you, you always do. Don't. <laughs> okay, ready, Nicole? Here yeah. we go. Okay, so also, though, think of New York traffic. It takes forever to get anywhere. And I know um, you're going to say, at least we could it walk. It takes forever. But you have, like, SNL made fun of it for a reason, which was true. But we have so many different canyons and different ways that you can go. It's not like going into the city. LA's traffic is insane to me. Yeah, but think you're of our, on the, but the, the space and our weather. Like, you can't beat that. Also, I feel like there's so much opportunity in LA. Like, I feel like everything in New York, it's like fathered in, right? Like, majority of the people that make money here, it's come generations, generations. I feel like LA is that, like, 
you could literally be self-made. Like that's the feel My I thing get is, from LA. Is if you're gonna live in a city with opportunity and chaos, why not New York City over LA? Like to me, LA. I feel sometimes when I'm in that city, like people are so into themselves that it's hard to make friends there. I feel like everyone's kind of self-consumed. New York City, I don't feel that. New York City, I really see people who will be bawling and be so successful at the same time. They're like down to earth. I agree with you on that. But, you know, you brought up New York about having history. Hello, we have Hollywood, baby. I mean... Talk about iconic, historic. I mean, there's a reason why TMZ has buses for sightseeing. But if you're gonna make, if you're gonna spend money and make a trip somewhere, like either LA or New York, I feel like you get more for your money in New York. No, you spend more of your money in New York. That's for damn sure. No, in LA you're going. Girl, this martini is about forty (laughs) dollars. Hey, LA is pretty expensive. It is, but at least it would be a twenty dollar martini in LA, not a forty dollar. If I was gonna travel ten hours, I'd want to see New York over LA because. LA, yeah, you could go look at the Hollywood sign. Okay, you know what? This is how I'm going to win this debate. Okay, what's closer to Napa Valley, New York or LA? That's right, bitch. I won. Doesn't mean anything. We're so close. The quickest flight to the most gorgeous wine country in the world. You can go to the Martha Stewart Vineyards. What? I don't know. Exactly. Anyways, two minutes is up. All right, you guys. So we're going to post a poll on our IG for you to vote, and we'll reveal the winner in next week's episode. I know. I know. Everyone loves L.A., but I think New York is a strong win. I think it's going to be very tough. I wouldn't be shocked if it ends up being 50-50. I feel like I see more people wearing New York hats and New York shirts. Well, a lot of people wear Dodgers. Don't kid yourself. And now it's time for... Killer Rumor! Brie, we all missed that so much oh, last week. I know. I miss singing. <laughs> If there are nasty rumors out there, we're going to kill them in a segment we like to call Kill a Rumor. I have to say, last week, Kristen, Artem, and I tried that, Brie, and we could not do it. Really? We could not sing. I feel like I'm horrible. Okay. Um, who was our special guest today, and what did she say? Oh, shoot. Nicole Thank Lappin you. would be very upset right now. What would Nicole do? Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. You've enlightened us. Yes. <laughs> Okay, everyone. So this week's rumor comes courtesy of Hollywood Life. Their headline says, Nikki and Brie Bella have babies on the brain. Don't be surprised if they get pregnant at the same time. Brie. Yeah, my ovaries are like cringing. I mean, babies are on my brain and on my ovaries, but definitely not on my sister. Love is on my brain and lust, but not babies. So, but this is my thing is... I need to figure out who's this source. No, no, no. I think Birdie called him up and said something. I feel like we were in an interview recently and you said you don't use protected sex. Where did I say that? You, I remember I sat there with my jaw open. I almost feel like you said it at Teen Choice Awards and I thought that was even weirder, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh my gosh. I know, but I feel like. It's a new day and age, so I'm allowed to talk about that. Well, so you probably put in people's heads that if I'm not going to have protected sex, then that means I'm okay with whatever comes. No, don't cover up the rumor. (laughs) Okay, first we're going to kill it. One, I do not have baby on the brain. I will tell everyone this. My sister does not want a kid anytime soon. No. And I feel like you, I know you're still debating, but I mean, I don't think you and Brian have been practicing as hard for baby number two. Um, When you say practicing hard... Ew. You are saying like we don't have sex because we do have sex. Yes, but I mean like the focus isn't about creating a baby. You're just doing it for pleasure finally. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, we do it for both. Well, okay. Well, so look, I couldn't even imagine the world if Brie and I were pregnant at the same time. Oh Damn, my gosh, those we... hormones in one room would be <gasps> unreal. We would fight so bad. And then the competition of like who's going to be more bloated. Looking. Ew, I <laughs> did not think that. I kind of did. It would suck if you were way more fit than me pregnant. I would love it. I would like work out so hard. I do double days and not tell you. I'd be like, oh, three days a week. You say that until you feel (laughs) what pregnancy is like. No, but I just, you know what? It's weird, guys. And I know what some people are saying, but like I am not craving babies whatsoever right now. I'm just, I'm enjoying my career. I'm enjoying my life. Your midriffs. I'm enjoying my midriffs. Brie, and I know I've said it before, is an amazing form of birth control. Like her and Bird, I'm with them all the time. And 
I just don't want that right now. So everyone, this rumor is officially killed. Let's bring in the snork. Let's wrap this rumor up in some baby cloth, and then the snork can take it right out of here. Bree, what's a snork? You mean a stork? Whatever the the bird that brings babies to people. All right. Well, Bree is preparing her brain for the next segment because her husband and my brother in law is back. Up next, everyone, it's Bella Brains. Hey everyone, as always, Bella Brains is hosted by my amazing husband, WWE superstar Daniel Bryan. Thank you, Bree. Always glad to be back for another edition of Bella Brains, the hilarious weekly game show hosted by yours truly, where one twin leaves the room while I ask the other some questions, and we keep score to see who has the stronger Bella Brain. That is right, and we're keeping track of who wins each week, and the first one to five wins gets a bottle of Dom Perignon paid for by the loser, and the current score is four to four. So today's a big day. Big day. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't realize it was tied four to four. Yes, so yeah, who's going to win the bottle of Dom? Ooh, Let's find out. It's time for Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Okay, who's leaving the room first? I'm going to go leave the room first because my ponytail is really tight and I'm going to go loosen it. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait, Nicole, you have to what? Nicole has to use the restroom. Nicole will leave first. Uh, Brie, you make everything like a something. I didn't say you were going to I wish. Poop. I'm going to film your eyes right now, how they're looking. I didn't Wait, s- what did you just say, poop? I said I didn't say you were going to Okay, poop. well, I'm you going just to the bathroom. Doesn't matter if it's one or two. But by saying it doesn't matter if it's one or two, you're implying that you have to go poop. No, <laughs> it's one, everyone. It's. I no. only have to go number one. It's okay for you to just say to everybody, hey, I have to go poop. No, I'm sweet face. Don't you know what to. I love about this? It means she won't cheat because she'll be pooping. Oh my gosh, I'm leaving now. All right, sweet face, she's out of the room. All right, well, this one should be a good one for you because given that the NFL just started their first week of the uh, regular season, this week I'm going to ask you questions about football. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. First question. How long is a football field from the end of one end zone to another in feet? Oh, in feet? Not yards? Not yards. Hmm. Let me first think. How many feet are in a yard? Or three feet in a yard? I can't tell you. That's part of the complexity of this question. Um, is it 150 feet? It is not 150 feet. It's probably bigger, huh? Is it 250 feet long? It's not 250 feet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let me rethink. Is it... So, do you know how to solve this problem? Yeah. Okay, so you do know how to solve this problem. Kind of. I just don't know how many feet are in a yard. Okay. So you first have to figure out how many yards... Is it from the end of one end zone to the end of the other end zone? Isn't it like 50 yards? In a football field? Yeah. You think a football field is only 50 yards? Or maybe it's 100. I don't know. You're right. I always just think when they're on the 50-yard line, and I always get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so 50 popped in my head, which I then times by three because I was thinking maybe three feet, one yard. And that's how I came up with my answer. Okay. I'll give my last final answer. Okay. Um, 500 feet. No. Mm-hmm. What is it? So it's uh, so you are right in the sense that there are three feet in one yard. Nice. But from the end of one end zone to the end of another end zone is 120 yards. Oh, dang. And so you times that by three. And do you know what three times 120 is? Three times 120 is like, I don't know, 360 or something. Good. Yeah. So, the, yeah. So, that's the correct answer, which you did not get. Uh, <laughs> so. But I was on the right path. Okay. What's question number two? Okay. Question number two What is the oldest team in the NFL? Ooh. And for this, I'm going to give you each, you're going to get four guesses. Okay. Four. 
Well, I'm torn between three. Okay, I'm going to go with the Redskins first. Nope. Chicago Bears? Uh, that's actually really, that's a really good guess. They're the second oldest team. Second. Green Bay Packers? That's really close, too, because they're, the num- they're the third oldest team. Ah! You're actually doing really well. And to be fair, I didn't know this, the answer to this question because it's a team you wouldn't think. Ooh, that helps. Yeah. Maybe I need to go to the East Coast. Um, hmm. What about... This is your last one. Or no, maybe maybe the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, it's the Arizona Cardinals. What? Yeah, who would have thought, right? They're the first team. Well, they're the oldest team. Them and the Chicago Bears are the only two teams that still exist out of the original ten teams in the NFL. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So okay, final question: What were the first footballs made of? Oh. Pigskin? So, yes. I mean, uh, that is correct. Uh, but they're made out of what part of the pig? Um, the belly. Whoa. Uh, I don't know if I count that as correct. I think I do. Yeah. I'll count that as correct. Yes! Yeah, the first footballs were made out of inflated pig's bladders. That's really sad, but I'm happy I got one right. Yeah, you did get one right. Did you see the thing where they followed the cows? Oh, I can't. They traced the leather from the footballs back to the cow that it was made from. It's really sad. That's very sad. Let's do vegan footballs, people. Yeah, there's no reason not to now. I don't understand. Let's do vegan footballs. Okay, sweet face. Hopefully Nicole's done pooping. I'll go check. We'll be right back with Nicole, but first, a quick break. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut in in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. That is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla? I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. 
And you know what's the cutest thing is every time her dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay, how many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me, yes. And we deserve as human beings to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista. And now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this and I can't wait to hear what dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Hmm. Well, hello, Nicole. How do you feel? Lighter? You guys, someone beat me to it. Someone pooped before you in there? I mean, it was everywhere. Wouldn't it be funny if she's just saying that because she knows that she's the one who actually destroyed the bathroom? <laughs> and then so the next person that goes in there, they're going to be like, oh, uh, well, oh, Nikki Bella said it was already like this when she when she. No, right, but I promise. Okay, uh, oh. Nicole, are you ready? I am ready. For this week's Bella Brains, I'm going to ask you questions about... Football. Ooh. Yeah. First question. How long is a football field from one end of the end zone to the other in feet? Oh, man. Okay, so it's 100 yards, which means how do I not know feet to yards? I can't even think. Why are you looking down, Bree? Um, Smiling, laughing that you don't know. Also keep in mind, Nicole, I said from the end of one end zone to the other end of the other end zone. Okay. 50? 50 feet? Yeah. No, that is not correct. I mean, 100 feet. That is not correct as well. 200 feet. Are you just guessing numbers? Well, it's 100 yards because when I think there's the 50-yard line, right? And that's in the middle, but it's 50 each side. So that's 100 yards, and I'm trying to think of yards to feet or feet to yards because one foot is smaller than a yard, so maybe 1,200, 1,200 feet. 1,200 feet is not correct. <laughs> Shoot. Um, did Bree get this right? I can't tell you. My big smile on my face should tell you. Okay, do I get one more guess? You can have one more guess. Okay. I'm going to end with 300 feet. No. So, uh, one, you do need to kind of know how many feet are in a yard for this to be. like Three feet in a yard, boo. You knew that. I did, but I didn't know how many yards are in a football field. So you didn't know how many yards are in a football field. And it's from the end of one end zone to the other end of one end zone. So... Typically, people think it's a, hun- a football field is 100 yards, but from the end of one end zone to the end of the other end zone is actually 120 yards because the end uh, zone is 10 yards. I was, I would have been, if I would have did the 100 and said 300, I would have been right. Actually, so. 360. Dang it. All right. Second question. What is the oldest team in the NFL? Chicago Bears. No, that's very close. Bree said that too. That's the second oldest team. Um, New York Giants. Nope. You get two more guesses. Dallas Cowboys? One more. Last last guess. Oldest team. New York Jets? Nope. They would be probably newer than the Giants. Shoot, I was thinking it would be something East Coast. What was it? It's actually the Arizona Cardinals. No. Is that not crazy? Yeah. The Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, but they they moved to Arizona in, I think it was uh, 1988, but they were actually founded in 1898 before the NFL oh even started. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, Brian, ask her the last one. The last question. What were the first footballs made of? Lambskin? No. Cowhide? No. Plastic? No. Just kidding. Um, I mean an animal. How many guesses does she get? Let's give her two more guesses. Two more guesses. A pig? That's right. What part of the pig? Well, it's skin. It's hide. Nope. Um, one, one more guess. It's hooves. 
Just kidding. You think it was made out of the pig's no, juice? No, you already said it. You already said it. That was your guess. Why? Because you, you guessed lost. pig? All right. And I guess I had so the first it's actually, guess. It was actually made from an inflated pig's bladder. Ooh. I got it so right, and I so beat you. Yes, I won the bottle of down. That's right. Brie won this series. She wins the bottle of Dom. And I'll be back next week for another edition of Bella Brains, Bella Brains, Bella Brains. Well, thank you, Brian, for hosting another edition of Bella Brains. And I'm very excited for football season now. Me too. I'm pumped. And thank God we're not using pig bladders anymore. Jeez. Anyways, now it's time for Bella Army Q&A. As always, tweet at Bella Twins with the hashtag Bella's Podcast, and we might pick your question to answer on the show. This week, we're answering a tweet from at CarolynR618. Carolyn writes... Where do you both see yourself in five years, personally and professionally? Hashtag life goals, hashtag hustle, hashtag lady boss, hashtag Bella's podcast. Ooh, what a great question. Five-year plan. Well, I first see myself definitely still being in business with my sister because no matter what, blood is thicker than water, and I know she'll always have my back. And for me, personally and professionally – I see in five years that I grow, I help grow with Breed, the Bella Twins brand, into a number that I've always had on my vision board. And I'm not going to share that number yet. I want to share it with you, hopefully on the cover of Forbes one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that in the next five years that all of the companies that I am running with my sister give such amazing purpose to this world and truly help change people's lives and also help change the environment and what's going on in the world. I hope to be married and I hope to have a baby in the next five years. And I hope to still be filming Total Bellas because you all are tuning in and still having this podcast because I just love having these platforms to, you know, show my voice. And I hope to live in Napa Valley and Lake Tahoe. Wow, that's a good... And I feel like I could keep going, but I'm going to stop right there and let you talk, Brie. Well, thank you. (laughs) Um, You know, I really hope for myself that in five years, kind of what Nicole Lapton was saying earlier on, is I find this balance where I'm so satisfied with my life in five years that I don't have to keep chasing, you know, the next opportunity. So I kind of hope that's me in five years. I obviously, you know, have been working on expanding my family. So hopefully my family will be expanding. How are you working on that? Through sex intercourse. Ew. Um, And then um, I also, you know, like my sister said, we build brands and I kind of hope like in five years we're going to be seeing our empire bigger and just better. Yeah. Bigger and better. But for everyone listening, um, and not don't do it while you drive. But if you're not driving, and if you are, save it for later. But I think, Carolyn, that's an amazing question, and everyone should go journal right now. What do you want out of the next five years of life? Where do you see yourself? Where do you want to be? And maybe put that up in your closet or in your bathroom mirror so you could see that every day so you could truly work hard to getting there in five years because we all can do it. That's right. Nicole Just got to put I, in the work. Nicole and I have vision boards, so – Go make a vision board. We yeah, love it. and I even take a photo of my vision board and I put it as my wallpaper on my phone so yes. I can always just look at it. Because as you know, when it hits 11-11, I'm looking at that. I'm closing my eyes. Always making your wish. Always making my wish. Well, thank you, Carolyn, for your question. We loved it. And that is it for this week's Bella Army Q&A. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Yes, and thank you so much to our amazing special guest, Nicole Lappin. Everyone, let's take advantage of her amazing knowledge and go get her book, Becoming Superwoman, because let's face it, we all need more balance in our life. Oh, yes, we do. And remember to buy your tickets for our live show on September 25th in Phoenix. We are so excited. We'll put a link in the episode description, so make sure to come see us. Oh, can't wait. And make sure to go vote for the winner of this week's Matchup of the Week on Instagram. Tweet us your questions for Bella Army Q&A with the hashtag Bella's Podcast. And call 833-Q-Bellas to ask us for on-air advice in our new segment, Dear Bellas. Show us love by rating the show, leaving a review, and hitting subscribe. Special thanks to my brother-in-law, Daniel Bryan, for being an amazing 
Bella Brains host. Until next week. Remember to stay fearless. And you always go bream out if you drink along with us. See, See you, you next Wednesday. Wednesday. And as Birdie likes to say. Bye-bye. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. <laughs> 